Thanks to all of you for coming out this Sunday night in Spanish Fork, Utah. Everything is inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder, Acharya, of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. I'd like to talk today about who is more important than how. Would you agree that we all face challenges in life that we just don't know how they're going to work out? How am I going to get well? How am I going to get through the pandemic? How am I going to meet the right person? How is this impossible dream going to come to pass? Here's the key. How is not as important as who. When you know who you are, a child of the Most High God, crowned with favor, with royal blood flowing through your veins, then the who will override the how. The how is not up to us. The how may look impossible. If you just stay focused and absorbed in the how, you're going to live worried, stressed, and discouraged. Your job is not to figure everything out. Your job is to honor Krishna or God. Be your best. He will take care of the how. We spend too much time on the how. How is my child going to get back on course? How am I going to make it through this pandemic? How am I going to overcome these backstabbers at work? Why don't you spend that same amount of time and energy on the who? Krishna, thank you that I am your child. Thank you that you handpicked me. You chose me before I could choose you. Lord, thank you that you are for me, that you are fighting my battles. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. If you'll focus on the who, Krishna will take care of the how. When our children were small, those of you who are parents, they never once said, Daddy, how are we going to pay our bills this month? How are we going to get to school tomorrow? How are we going to have something to eat tonight? They were never concerned about the how because they knew the who. Because they belonged to you. They knew that their father was going to take care of it. They knew daddy's going to keep us safe. Daddy's going to make sure we get to school. Daddy's going to provide, protect, and show us favor. What if we had the same childlike faith in our supreme daddy? Not trying to figure out on our own all the hows. Not worried about how our health is going to improve how we're going to accomplish a goal, how we're going to get out of this difficulty. Can I tell you, your heavenly Father is going to take care of the house. When you simply understand that you belong to Him, then you can live from a place of peace, knowing that Daddy's going to protect you. Daddy's going to show you favor. Daddy's going to turn that problem around. An earthly father, we all know, knows how to do things that the children don't understand. He has experience, wisdom, strength that the kids don't have. So how much more so is this going to be true of our Heavenly Father who created millions and millions of universes, who flung stars into space? He has ways of doing things that we can't even imagine. 
He's working behind the scenes, lining up what we need to accomplish our dreams. He already has a solution to that problem that's stressing you out. He has demigods watching over you, favor surrounding you. He's put a blessing on your life that circumstances and critics cannot stop. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. What does all this add up to? We have an advantage because of who our Heavenly Father is. When you face situations that you don't see how they are going to work out, our encouragement is don't live worried. The how is not up to us. Krishna would not have allowed that situation to happen if it was going to keep you from your destiny. He won't get you into a problem that he can't also get you out of. We just have to do our part and stay focused on the who, knowing that we are his child, that we're blessed, favored, anointed, empowered, and Krishna, God's going to take care of the how. When you know who you are, you'll defeat giants that are much bigger. You may be facing situations, you don't know how they could work out. You could live stressed, worried. You have to shift your perspective from the how to the who. That's what Prabhupada, our spiritual master, did. In 1922, he was taken by a friend, almost against his will, to meet Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati in Calcutta. When they came into the room where Bhakti Siddhanta was sitting on an elevated seat, as was the custom, Prabhupada and his friend bowed down and offered their obeisances. Before he even came back upright from the floor, Bhakti Siddhanta immediately said, you're an educated young man, why don't you preach the message of Lord Chaitanya and the Bhagavad Gita in the English-speaking world? Prabhupada writes about that. He says, when I saw my spiritual master and when I was convinced about his argument and mode of persuasion, I was so much struck with wonder. I could understand that here is the proper person who can give real religious idea. Here is the right person by whose power the message of Godhead will spread all over the world. And at this point in 1922, Prabhupada had no idea of how to spread Krishna consciousness in the West. But he knew who was empowered to make it happen. That was his guru, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami. Prabhupada continues, without meeting him at that opportune moment, I could have become a great business magnate, but never would I have been able to walk the path of liberation. Who is more powerful than any force that's trying to stop you? You're not just anyone. You belong to the Most High God. He breathed His life into you. He chose you. The good news is he's got your back. He has the hows already figured out. There's no giant too big for him. No situation that he can't turn around. You may not see your hows. That's okay. It's not up to you. When you just know who you are, you're going to live from a place of peace. You're going to live from a place of trust, a place of confidence. Then you're going to see how Krishna shows up and shows out in your life. 1922, Prabhupada was not actually able to go to America until 1965. 
43 years later. But in that interval period, he said, I was always thinking of my guru. I was in the midst of wife, children, business enterprises. Yet I was dreaming of my spiritual master, that he was going before, looking over his shoulder, calling me, calling me, calling me. And I was following him in my dreams. Like Prabhupada, you don't have to have big resources, big talent, big connections. You don't even have to have your youth anymore. Krishna will take what seems small. When he puts his favor on it, you'll defeat great giants. It's not so much what you have, but it's the blessing on what you have. It's the favor on what you have. Where does that come from? Ourselves, our talent, our abilities, our family, our genes? No, it comes from who we are in the spiritual sense, sons and daughters of the Almighty God. When Krishna created you, he put his blessing on you. He put his favor. Now, quit trying to figure out all the hows and rest in the who. I heard about these baby bear cubs. They were out in the woods playing, having fun, when this pack of wolves came out of nowhere and started running towards them. The cubs saw the wolves off in the distance, but they didn't get alarmed. They didn't take off running. They just continued playing as they were. It seemed like they were naive. It was only moments before they were about to be torn to pieces. It seemed like they were unrealistically unbothered. When the wolves got about 20 yards away, out of the nearby bushes came this huge mama bear with her paws up in the air, growling forcefully, and she was saying, just come on, come on, guys, make my day. The wolves stopped in their tracks. <laughs> the reason those bear cubs didn't panic or even weren't overly concerned was because they knew who they belonged to. They didn't worry about the how how they were going to say, say, how they were not going to be harmed. They knew mama would take care of the how. You may have things coming against you today. The good news is that you're not on your own. Because of who you are, you can stay in peace. Not necessarily because mama bear is backing you up, but because the most high God creator of millions of universes has your back. He's watching over you. He's pushing away from you the forces of darkness. Not allowing that sickness or that pandemic to take you out. Not letting those people keep you down. They may have shown up, but Krishna sees it. He knows what's happening. He's on his way. Quit worrying. Quit losing sleep. God has you in the palm of his hand. He never asked us to stress out over the house. Rather, he says, trust in the Lord. Trust in me with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. When we chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The chanting comes not from the central or the mental or the intellectual platform. It descends directly from the spiritual world. The name of the absolute and the absolute are non-different. If you lean only to your intellect or to your mind, you're going to get frustrated because sometimes there is no logical solution. There's no 
way out in the natural. We serve a supernatural God, a God who can make things happen that we can't make happen, do what medicine can't do, open doors that no person can shut. Prabhupada said, before he came to America, he prepared himself in Vrindavan. Vrindavan is the village where Krishna appeared 5,000 years ago and exhibited his childhood past, like our Bethlehem. It's the holiest of holies. There are 5,000 temples in Vrindavan. It's about 90 kilometers south of Delhi. There are all kinds of holy men on every street corner. People go there after they retire. It is said that the end of life is meant to prepare for the life that never ends. People go there after having retired from business and family life in order to perfect their devotion to Krishna and leave their bodies. Nobody goes out of Vrindavan. Everybody goes to Vrindavan at the end of life. Nobody leaves Vrindavan and nobody leaves Vrindavan, especially at the age of 70 years old. Prabhupada said, but Krishna asked me, so I must go. My Guru Maharaj wanted it. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu predicted 500 years ago, the chanting of Hare Krishna will spread to every town and village in the world. Let me try. And when he was approaching Boston Harbor and the rusty old ship that he'd gotten free passage, he wrote these words, although I am the unworthy servant of his divine grace, because I delayed to execute his order for 43 years, better late than never. Now I wonder in our situation, whether we're making the mistake of thinking in the natural, it's too big. I'm in way over my head. I've bitten off more than I can chew. I'll never start that temple. I'll never head up that mission. My business will never succeed. I don't have the resources, the connections. At this time, your focus, can I point out on the how, thinking about what you can't do, what you don't have, how big the obstacle is. Let Krishna tell you tonight, don't worry about the how. Krishna will take care of the how. You just focus on the who. Believe that you're a child of the most high, mighty God. Believe that you have an advantage. Believe that you have a good father who will take care of you, who will heal you, restore you, favor you, and prosper you. Another of his poems written on the Jaladuta, Srila Bhakti Saranti Saraswati Thakur, who is very dear to Lord Krishna, is unparalleled in his service to the Supreme Lord. He is that great saintly spiritual master who bestows intense devotion to Krishna at different places throughout the world. By his strong desire, the holy name of Krishna will spread throughout all the countries of the Western world and all the cities, towns, and villages of the earth from all the oceans, seas, rivers, and streams. Everyone will chant the holy name of Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari. He says, although my Guru Maharaj ordered me to accomplish this mission, I am not worthy or fit to do it. I am very fallen and insignificant. Therefore, O Lord, I am begging for your mercy so that I may become worthy. For you, Lord, are the most wise and experienced of all. 
It's significant that before we ask for our needs, before we ask for the Lord's protection and his guidance, we need to boldly identify ourselves as sons and daughters of the Supreme. There is no sound sweeter to the ears of Lord Krishna than to hear us boldly claiming his guidance, boldly claiming his wisdom, his strength, not asking for it, not begging for it, not praying for it, but boldly claiming our birthright as his eternal sons and daughters. You're saying, Krishna, I know who I am. I know to whom I belong. You're my father. You created me. You love me. You care for me. You protect me. You favor me. If you don't know the simple fact of who you are, then the rest of your prayer is not going to be affected. You can't ask in faith for the daily bread, the protection, the provision, if you don't know fully and deep down that you are a child of the Most High God. You may have some hows in your life. You don't know how you're going to finish school. You don't know how your family is going to stay together. You don't know how you're going to come out of that depression. But if you'll just keep the who, Krishna, you're my father. I'm your child. Krishna, I trust you. When you know the who, Krishna will take care of the how. This is an extract from a book about an incident that took place in 1935. It's a recollection by one of Prabhupada's godbrothers, Nayananda Das Babaji. There was a big Pandal program taking place in Delhi in a place called the Goda Mandala Purukam. Thousands and thousands of pilgrims assembled in the grounds of the temple there. There was an entire village of tents in every direction as far as you can see. And on the last afternoon of the last day, one of the godbrothers whom Bhakti Siddhanta had sent to London to start a mission had returned. He had gone to preach but been unsuccessful returned without having met with success. That very same evening, Bhakti Siddhanta was giving a talk to thousands and thousands of people. He mentioned that it was his fondest desire that Krishna consciousness be established and spread in the Western countries. And to that end, he had spent valuable money of the mission to send this man to London and the man had, for all practical purposes, failed. The Godmother says, at this moment, in Bhaktisiddhanta's talk, he noticed something very mysterious happening. Bhaktisiddhanta was looking out at the large crowd of devotees, especially in the front, where his disciples, most of whom were celibate students and sannyasis and swamis, and, and then he turned his head slightly more to the left, and looked to where this Nayana Brahmacharya was standing. He was looking at someone very intently next to him. He looked behind him and just over his shoulder, clearly saw that the person with whom Bhakti Siddhanta was making intense eye contact was none other than Abhay Charanada Bhaktivedanta Swami. They were looking at each other, he recalls, in a very special way. Then, Guru Maharaj, Bhakti Sananta, who was called the Nasringa Guru, the Lion Guru, 
addressed the audience in front of him and said, I have a prediction, however long in the future, and remember this is 1935, and the future may be, I predict one of my disciples will cross the ocean and that devotee will bring the whole world back here to Bengal to chant, dance, and sing the holy names. The God brother says, I remember clearly that incident and Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada truly made it come to pass in exactly that way. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. If you didn't know it, there are 820 Hare Krishna temples all over the world. And like Prabhupada, you may have a how. Krishna, God's put a promise in your heart, but it just seems impossible. How can you make a difference in the world? How can you establish that mission? How can you accomplish that goal? Krishna is saying to you tonight, he brought you here tonight to say to you the same thing that he said to Prabhupada, the power of Guru and God will overshadow you. One translation of overshadow is overtake. Though dreams that look impossible, you're going to see Krishna's favor overtake you. Healing overtake you. Freedom overtake you. Promotion overtake you. Overtake means you can't outrun it. You can't hide from it. The power of the Most High is going to make things happen that you couldn't make happen on your own. Don't worry about the house. It may seem too big, too long, too late, too far, too much, too expensive. But why don't you do like Prabhupada and leave the how up to Krishna. Just say, focus on the who you are. Lord, thank you that you're my father, that you're working in my life, that you're taking me where I can't go on my own. Krishna is going to put dreams in your heart that seem impossible. Obstacles will arrive that look too big, enemies too strong. And that's when it's easy to let the hows discourage you, talk you out of it. I don't see how I can get out of this, how this can work out, true. You don't have to find that. The how is not up to you. The power of the Most High is going to work it out. Now, take the pressure off of yourself. Quit living worried and frustrated. It's not going to be by your strength, not going to be by your ability, but by the spirit of the omnipotent living God. Krishna is showing us that we're not dependent on people. Well, if I could just get this manager to like me, if I could just get this well-to-do friend to give me a break, if I could just get the society to fund me, and I tell you, you don't Need what you think you need. When it's your time, the power of the Most High God will overtake you. When Krishna shows up, nothing can stand in his way. Chains will break. Doors will open. Opportunity will come. Krishna intends to surprise you. Like with Prabhupada, it's going to be something you've never seen. Something that's never happened in your family, in your generation. Something that defies the odds. Something that catapults you to your destiny. My Bobby and I, we did the life membership program in our Los Angeles temple for 10 years in the 80s. Los Angeles is our most important temple in the United States. 
We had a position of responsibility. We had everything we needed to make more members. We had housing. We had a budget. We had a vehicle. We had prashadam. We were good at it. No one complained. They only praised us. All the hows were covered. But we wanted to experience the who. We wanted to strike out in a new direction. Try something that had never been tried. Do something unusual. Attempt something amazing for the Lord. Something beyond our ability. Something we couldn't accomplish without his help. Why were we moved in that way? The Lord, of course, is pleased on all his faithful servants. He would have been pleased if we just spent the rest of our lives comfortably executing our duties in Los Angeles, but He says in Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna, I am especially pleased by those who take risks for me by those who lay it on the line for me, by those who get out of their comfort zones for me, by those who take new ground for the kingdom. We needed more who in our lives. We wanted to experience his divine presence in a more intimate way. And so we risked it for our guru and Krishna and came here to Utah in 1981. And I can stand before you today and say, we're not in the least bit disappointed. That was the best move we ever made. We needed that. We needed to step out in faith in order to see the who more clearly and more intimately in our lives. We needed to take risks just like Prabhupada did. And Prabhupada got the full mercy the full empowerment of God and Guru. Not while he was in the holy land of pilgrimage, the land of Krishna's birth and pastimes, the land of temples, the land of saints. No, but when he left the comfort and went across the ocean to an unknown place, to an unknown population where Krishna consciousness had never settled before. When the power of the Most High overtakes you, doors will open that shouldn't have opened otherwise. You don't have to figure out the how. You just have to get the who right. Krishna will take care of the how. You may have made mistakes, but that's not who you are. That's what you did. No matter what you do, you're still and always a son and daughter of the Most High. Forgiven, redeemed, restored, called, equipped, chosen, and anointed. Now, keep your shoulders back. Put your head up high. The enemy would love for you to go through life with your who all messed up, thinking that you've blown it. You missed your chance. You're not worthy. You're not valuable. Just get comfortable there on the sidelines. No. Don't believe those lies. Nothing you have ever done, doing now, or will do will ever change who you are. No mistake you've ever made has disqualified you. Why? Because you were born 
in God's family. And having been born in God's family, you can't be unborn. His calling on your life doesn't go away because you made mistakes, took wrong turns, got off course. You are still his child. Even when we make mistakes, when we bring the trouble on ourselves, Krishna is so merciful, he's still going to protect us and he's still going to provide a way of escape. How and why? Krishna controls the economy. He controls our finances. He controls even your enemies. And when you remember who you are, Krishna will cause things to happen. The medical report doesn't look good. Don't worry, Krishna can cause you to get well. He controls the number of your days. People at work against you, they're more powerful, more senior, have influence. Don't worry, Krishna will cause you to overcome. That's not your battle. The how is not up to you. That battle is the Lord's. Your business seems stuck. Looks like you've reached your limits. Krishna will cause you to succeed. He'll cause clients to find you, cause opportunity to come your way. When you know who you are, you won't ever get discouraged by the how. You know the Lord will cause things to happen. I believe even now, Krishna is causing this pandemic to turn around. He's causing that depression, that anxiety, that fear to leave your body. He's causing the right people to find you. He's causing that trouble in your family to resolve, causing that child to get back on course. You couldn't make it happen. The odds were against you, but suddenly things are starting to fall into place. True, sure sounds good, but I don't see how this could happen. Neither did Prabhupada, neither did Vi and I, in Los Angeles, the how's not our job. Focus on the who and let Krishna take care of the how. He flung the stars in the sky. By his glance, he brought dull matter to life. Nothing is impossible for our God. He established not one, but two world-class Hare Krishna temples in Utah, the land of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He caused the saints to want to be good to us and have been our best friends and supporters since day one. He knows how to bring you divine connections. He knows how to cause people to want to be good to you. He knows how to get you to your destiny in difficult times when life is not fair, when we've made mistakes, when we've gone through disappointments. It is tempting to give up. It is tempting to get discouraged. But if you'll just remember who you are, thank him, Father. Thank you that I'm your child. Thank you that you have me in the palm of your hand, that you're making a way where I don't see a way that you'll get me to where I'm supposed to be. Finishing up now, when we greet people, we often ask them, how are you? And if we're really honest, sometimes we say, I'm lonely. I'm fighting an illness. I've been through a loss. Yeah, that's how you are, but that's not who you are. Circumstances may have taken your how, but the good news is they can never take your who. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. You may have been through bad breaks, disappointments, loss. That did not affect your identity. You are still his child. You are still blessed. You are still favored. You are still forgiven. You still have an awesome destiny fulfilled. Now quit worrying about the how. 
start focusing on the who. If you do this, I believe, like with Prabhupada, the power of the Most High God is about to overtake you. Krishna's about to do things you've never seen. Dreams that looked impossible are about to come to pass. Problems that seem permanent are about to turn around. Healing is coming. Favor, breakthroughs, abundance is coming. The fullness of your destiny in this life and next life, you'll go back to home, back to God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare.